When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome, everybody. Wednesday edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show kicks off right now. We are stacked with stories and with some big guests today. A little roadmap of all things Clay and Buck on February 7th, 2024. I can't believe how the time is flying already in this year. Uh, we have, in the second hour of the program, the Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, He's going to join us. We'll ask him about Israel aid package stuff, the Mayorkas impeachment. <laughs> I love our team wrote setback here where we're looking at, eh, I think we can say debacle. I think we can yeah. say debacle. Uh, we'll talk more about that. Um, and also National Girls and Women in Sports Day, which I'm finding out is today. Uh, we also at two o'clock have Senator Rand Paul on the uh, Intel whistleblower allegations over COVID origins. We'll talk to Rand about some other stuff. Maybe he'll even give us a Super Bowl pick. Um, so that's all coming your way. A uh, few other things on the horizon here on the agenda. Um, the DOJ report on Biden classified. It's been reported. No criminal charge. That's we knew it's a confirmation of what we already expected, but there'll be more details in that one. Uh, Clay, I think if you if we have time for this one, I thought this story is fascinating. It's making the rounds on social media at at 53 different Illinois schools. Did you see this? Not a single student can do math at grade level. Yeah, it's sad. It's really over over 50 schools. Uh, This is this is a there is a learning crisis or a lack of learning crisis in America. It needs to be addressed. So we'll maybe get into that in a little bit. But first up here. Republicans never miss an opportunity to miss an opportunity. They failed to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas in the House of Representatives over the border crisis, effectively over dereliction of duty, really. 
214 to 216. That was the final tally. So we'll speak to the speaker, Mike Johnson, over this. We've got the guy that we should be able to get the most insight from on it. Um, they were, they were going for this one. I mean, Clay, here's, here's for me the, the issue. Republicans are winning on the border right now. Yes. Everybody knows this. They, the, the Senate bipartisan, uh, catastrophe, the bipartisan dumpster fire, uh, did not, is not going anywhere. It's dead on arrival, as everybody now knows. So the Biden administration is watching as the numbers continue. I think now they're saying a million illegals have crossed in the fiscal year, which started in October already. So we're going to be at, a, at an eight million number for Biden's Election Day 2024, right? We're going to be at eight million. This is a huge, huge problem for them because the public's mind has finally been set on this issue in a meaningful way. But here Republicans are managing to step on a rake managing to belly flop in the pool, uh, and it shows that there's a lack of execution, a lack of follow-through when they're even trying to do things that are um, about the messaging. I-, I know that we're not going to be thinking about this in a few days, but how do they mess this one up? <sighs> that, that sigh is just, I mean, I hope you can hear the sigh when I saw this story. So first of all, and I've said this on the show, I don't understand why you impeach a cabinet official when the cabinet official is following the marching orders of the president. And I've made this argument on the air. I think Joe Biden should be impeached for his failures at the southern border. I understand that that means that you will not get a conviction in the Senate, but I think it forces not only the the southern border, but also everything surrounding Hunter Biden Uh, I think that Biden, there is ample evidence, particularly given the standard that was set when Donald Trump was president, that Joe Biden should be impeached. I don't understand why you go after a cabinet secretary in Mayorkas, who I think is incompetent, but all he's doing is executing the plan and directions of the president of the United States and the executive office administration. So there are three Republicans who chose not to vote in favor of this. One of them, Mike Gallagher, basically made the argument that I just made, and I think he's right, that Biden is ultimately the root cause here. The difference is you have to at some point, I think, even if you don't agree 100% with the party strategy, you can't derail things like the three Republicans who voted against this did. And it is a larger picture here, Buck. What this represents to me is what we told so many people when Kevin McCarthy was removed, that a lot of this is kabuki theater. When you only have a margin of a couple of votes, it's not like you have some ability to get tons of things done. This is the reality, and a lot of people out there want to buy into this idea that somebody has way more power than they actually do. Majorities give you power. But slim majorities give you virtually no power, and when all it takes is three Republicans to drop out and not support something, and you've got Steve Scalise, I think, Buck, who was getting cancer treatment and wasn't able to be there and vote, and maybe they're going to come back and manage to impeach by a bare minimum, but your power is constrained by the majority that you have, no matter who the leader is. We we told everybody our our sense of this when there was the fight over over the speaker, uh, to oust McCarthy. 
and people got very riled up about this. Some of the the ringleaders, if you will, of the oust McCarthy effort have since at least been quoted uh, by sources as saying, yeah, it was really just about not liking McCarthy personally. It, there was no grand legislative plan to it. And to your point, there couldn't be because look at how narrow the margins are unless you want somebody who's with with narrow margins you can either try to find third way or middle ground bills to pass with democrats which i don't think really exist and the base would would flip out about uh or you can just not go along with what the democrats want those are really the only options so you're, you're not getting you don't have a sweeping mandate to do to do big things um, so look, this is the good news is we'll be talking to uh, the speaker about some of this a little later on. He could explain why this went down as this went down. It's not a big deal. I think that's also in the moment it can look like what buffoonery, um, to not be able to impeach my orcas. People will forget about this relatively quickly. It's more to me just the recognition that the Republicans have a razor, razor thin majority need to win this fall at least. Uh, one, if not both houses of Congress, uh, it's going to be very tough. I think in the house for them, it's going to be much more difficult than it is to see a one or two seat majority in the Senate. Um, and, and also impeaching Mayorkas. I mean, I say this, it's really an optics thing. It's a feel good move for the, if it had been successful. I mean, if you're able to go all the way, it's not going to happen, but if you're able to go all the way and remove this guy, they just replace him with somebody else who's going to do Biden's bidding at the border regardless, right? I mean, that's the only real accountability in the executive branch comes at the top, everybody. That's, that's the truth. That's my thing. Like, there. look, I think Mayor Pete has been an awful transportation secretary. I think Kamala Harris is an awful vice president. Mayorkas has done an awful job at the border. What do all those people have in common? They serve at the pleasure of Joe Biden, who has been the worst president, I think, in any of our lives. So to me, when you feud... Like, you gotta go after the head of the snake. Um, and to me, Joe Biden is the head of the snake party right now, Democrat party. And so you make a choice to attack him. I think Joe Biden should be impeached. And to me, it dilutes things when you, imp- again, he is the, he serves at the will, Mayorkas does, of the president. His job is to execute the president's vision. That is what it means to be a member of the cabinet. You aren't out there freelancing on your own. You all respond and serve at the beck and call of the president. So I think this is a misguided focus in general on Mayorkas because what it suggests, Buck, unfortunately, is if Joe Biden just decided to cut bait here and replace Mayorkas, Republicans have created an opening where Biden could blame Mayorkas and as part of 2024 say we have a new strategy, right? To me, that doesn't make sense. It's like a, the head coach wins or loses the game. When the head coach is trying uh, to, when you're focused on the coordinators or you're focused on somebody down the, the food chain, ultimately the problem is actually with the head coach. And so that is where I would, that's where I would focus. This is a Biden issue. As much as we may be upset with Mayorkas and his leadership, he's doing what Joe Biden wants. Well, and that's why the focus right. on him I mean, is misguided. To take your, your head coach analogy, if you just replace, you know, the assistant defensive coordinator or whatever, you're going to get the head coach operating through whomever he replaces him with, with the same strategy and the same decision making. That's the you issue. You need to general. change who has power to make the call. 
And I understand that can feel unsatisfying right now. But, uh, this, I mean, th- th- we went through, look, we went through this with Eric Holder. And it, everyone's like, oh, we got to impeach Eric Holder and remove him under the Obama administration. And, yeah, was Eric, were there plenty of reasons to uh, to think that Eric Holder was you know, undermining the rule of law in the Constitution? Sure. But Loretta Lynch took over, right, eventually. So yeah. y- you look at this, okay, you're going to, how much time are you going to spend? And I, I get it. Right now it's, yeah, we're going to hold people accountable. Really? Because removing any of these Democrats that are in good standing with the party, they're just going to go and do either private legal practice as a partner making millions of dollars. They're going to get a book deal. They'll be on MSNBC. Like, you're not actually punishing them, everybody. Yeah. that That's the part of it that, I mean, I, I will tell you all the truth. They are not, oh, no, what happens? Even if you can fire some of these executive branch people, as happened under Trump. Remember with, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, not Comey, the other, with the little mini Comey. You know what I mean? The shorter one. The, uh, I can't remember the guy's name. The FBI guy who was, you're all screaming his name. I'm forgetting it. But that's, you know, it's been so long since we did Russia collusion. Remember the guy who lost his pension because he got fired before yeah, the yeah, pension yeah. vested and all that? McCabe. There, thank, I mean, thank myself. I remember McCabe. They ended up, he got a book deal, he was on TV, he got his pension restored. I mean, they will take care of their little Marxist uh, henchmen. I mean, look at Fauci. Guy gets millions of dollars to write a book and he got everything wrong on COVID. They're going to take care of their people. So I'm 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 understanding that there's a, a case to be made here. Oh, but we want everyone to understand how bad they are at their job. Yeah, but don't ever, you know, don't ever let them pull a Hunter Biden. What's the single main strategy in the whole Hunter Biden fiasco? Okay, yeah, he's bad, he's bad, but it has nothing to do with Joe. And if you focus in on Mayorkas as the problem, it starts to turn into, oh, well, is he not, is he just not an effective administrator or is he not? No, the problem is Joe Biden or the problem is the Biden White House that is dictating the terms to Mayorkas and he's the one who's implementing them. So, you know, while we shouldn't have had a failed vote, fine. Let's not uh, get ahead of ourselves. And like I, like we were saying before, we're the people that were honest at the time. Cause I get it. There's, the, there's an emotional component to this. You know, you want to think, Oh, we're going to finally do something here. We all want to do something, but replacing, uh, Kevin McCarthy with Johnson, who's like we've been saying, going to be on the show later on. It's not going to change the world, folks. It might be marginally better, or you might like him more. You might think he's more conservative. But the votes are the votes. The power structure is the power structure. The same thing can be said of Mayorka. So, you know, it's not like some huge loss here. It just looks foolish. It looks undisciplined. Anger is not a strategy. It's a good life lesson in general. Anger is not a strategy. It's an emotion. Almost everything on social media is emotional. That's fine. Responding to emotion with more emotion typically doesn't lead to logic or great success. And I think a lot of people get fired up angrily and just want something to happen. And again, this is ultimately a numbers game. And we told you, the majority is tiny. All it takes is a couple of people to to flip. It took three here. Shouldn't happen. We'll talk with the Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, in the next hour about all of this. In the meantime, when you switch your cell phone service to Pure Talk from Verizon, T-Mobile, or AT&T, You're switching to a company that sees the world the same way you do. They see the insanity going on in our country, and they're just as fed up as you are. Pure Talk gives you phenomenal coverage on America's most dependable 5G network for half the price of the other guys. 
That in and of itself is worth making the switch. The fact that they support programs like ours and encourage Americans to stay true to the nation, that's just a reinforcing reason. With unlimited plans starting at just 20 bucks a month, the average size family saves almost $1,000 a year. As a veteran-owned company, Pure Talk is a company you can feel proud to do business with. Dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck to join your fellow Americans. Make the switch today. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has supported our nation's heroes and their families ever since. Heroes like Marine Corps Sergeant Adam Mayo. He served our nation for over seven years before he was severely injured during training. He was paralyzed from the chest down, severely limiting his ability to move around his home independently. Tunnel to Towers paid Sergeant Mayo's mortgage, removing a financial burden for him and his family. The foundation gave him a specially adapted smart home designed for his specific needs. Tunnel to Towers helped severely injured service members and first responders, as well as Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders. It's already come to the aid of so many heroes and their families by providing mortgage-free homes. The foundation is also committed to eradicating veteran homelessness. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. No surprise, but do you know the number of abortions in states where it's deemed legal have increased since the overturning of Roe versus Wade? Sadly, unborn babies' lives are more at risk than ever, and that's where Preborn steps in. Preborn introduces moms to their precious babies through ultrasound. When a mom in crisis hears her baby's heartbeat and sees her or him on ultrasound, she is twice as likely to choose life. Preborn has rescued hundreds of thousands of babies' lives, and their network of clinics are located in the highest abortion states, standing strong for moms in crisis and the most vulnerable preborn babies. Five ultrasounds are just $140, helping to rescue five babies. Preborn relies on donations from us. To donate securely, use your cell phone and dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 saying baby or go to preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash buck. You will never regret saving a baby's life. Visit preborn.com slash buck, sponsored by Preborn. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us uh, as we are rolling through with uh, all the news that's out there. And I wanted to hit this because this is kind of an interview with Vladimir Putin. Um, 
and he's in Russia right now. He may have already done the interview. I haven't seen the absolute latest of when that will be scheduled, how it will be distributed, how long the conversation will go. There's still a lot of details out there about it. But we were talking with the staff. I couldn't believe when I saw this. Uh, and whatever you think, um, I, in general, we had this discussion yesterday, and you guys may think I was crazy, and Buck said maybe we have to send in special forces to get you out. If Kim Jong-un reached out and he said, hey, I'll do a sit-down interview with you, uh, because for those of you out there who are uh, who are aware of this, Kim Jong-un, this is one of the many crazy facts about Kim Jong-un, is a massive fan of the 1990s era Chicago Bulls. As a kid growing up, you know this, Buck? He loved to watch. That's why he likes Dennis Rodman. That's why he had a relationship with Rodman. Like, I think he would give up the nuke plan if Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen would go visit North Korea. <laughs> you guys may think I'm crazy, but that's how big of a fan he is. If he invited me to come and do an interview, I think I would go, right? Uh, and if I could go with Michael Jordan or something, like, I, I think I would do it. Wait, what, wasn't Kim Jong ill the big basketball fan or no no his son kim jong-un is like a monster basketball fan loves dennis rodman obsessed with the 1990s era chicago bulls the six-time champion dynasty as many of you out there were he may be a vile dictator uh but but he does have good taste in basketball Basketball. yes he likes he likes jordan more than lebron uh it's one thing we overlap with uh but i saw this buck and you and i were just talking about it a little bit the European Union is now threatening to not allow Tucker to enter their countries, basically pull his passport if he interviews Vladimir Putin. I, I, I can't believe this is real. I mean, whatever you think, that you could sit down and do an interview and suddenly you can't travel to Europe anymore? Like, this is bonkers. Yeah, I don't think they're going to do it uh, because... It does look so heavy-handed, uncalled for, and and really uh, despotic. But the fact that there's even chatter around it just goes to how unsettling it is for somebody who's not a part of the approved narrative creation machinery, Tucker, to go and have this sit-down with a foreign head of state. I mean, look, I, we were talking yesterday about some of the complexities of this. The thing about Russia is you can't ignore Russia. You know, you can actually cordon off North Korea or try to, and it's pretty effective. Yeah. Russia's too big, too influential, too powerful. You have to deal with them. And our efforts to not do that have been laughed at in the uh, beginning of the Ukraine war with uh, the economy and everything else. So we'll get back to this. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation's Let Us Do Good Village in Land Lakes, Florida, is a community of about 100 homes being built for the foundation's program participants. Families already living there include a Gold Star family and the families of two severely injured veterans who live in new smart homes. Let Us Do Good Village, special place where everyone can heal. It's a community where the children of our nation's fallen or severely injured heroes can grow up together and support one another. All thanks to an extraordinary donation of many acres of land and your generosity. Help America's greatest heroes and their families heal together. Make the Let Us Do Good Village the first of many communities like it. With every mortgage-free home, the foundation makes good on its promise to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices our heroes have made for our country and our communities. Join us in donating $11 a month to Tunnel the Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T. 
Schumer.org. Schumer did this. He knew it would fail. He wanted it to fail. But the purpose of this bill was to let every Democrat running for the Senate and running for the House to stand up and say, self-righteously, I wanted to secure the border. I really wanted to. But those mean Republicans wouldn't let me. And I got to say, Senate Republican leadership, I told them this months ago. Other conservatives told them this months ago. And they proceeded down this path that ended up it was a box canyon with a kamikaze pilot crashing into a wall. It was a disaster and it was entirely avoidable because what happened is Republican leadership ended up benefiting Chuck Schumer and the Democrats and doing nothing to secure the board. Absolutely correct. Uh, that was Senator Ted Cruz laying out the real results of the uh, Senate Republican effort to come up with something that they could sign with the Democrats for the border. The whole thing was was a mess. Uh, and after three years of the absolute abuse that our laws have received at the hands of the Biden administration as it pertains to, well, everything, but also specifically illegal immigration, um, this is a, a rebuke, I think, of those senators, but it's not nearly enough. Uh, and, and Clay, uh, I think that we're going to see... Numbers, as I've said, crossing into the 8 million threshold, which will mean that Biden has almost doubled the, you know, the, the census data usually says around 11.8 million, I think, uh, going into COVID. So by 2020 to, from 2020 to present, you will have added 8 million to the call it 12 million. So it's a massive increase. Uh, we all know that this isn't going to stop anytime soon. Yeah. Something else that was just on my radar. Do you see this? I I know, uh, I know it doesn't mean anything in terms of votes, electoral votes, right? But in Nevada's symbolic Republican primary, and let's be honest, how many of us even knew that they? How many of us even knew that they did this? The caucus is uh tomorrow, I believe, right? Isn't it? Or is it? No, two. Wait, yes. Whatever. It's a mess. Up. They have a primary and a caucus, and it's yes. hard to even figure out what they were doing. But the caucus sure. is where all the delegates get uh, awarded, and the primary was just for show, and people had to choose, do you want to be in the primary or the caucus? And Right. So it is tomorrow, by the way. I was just making sure I gave you the refer. If you happen to be a Nevada voter listening to the show, tomorrow is the caucus. Um, but Nikki Haley lost to none of the above. Because Trump wasn't on the symbolic primary ballot. And this is pretty funny when you think about it. People went out of their way to vote none of the above in this primary, really just as a, I think, a um, a shot across the bow of the Haley campaign, which at this point I have to wonder what is the point. And we've been yeah. asking that for a while now, but why, why keep it going? I, look, it's indefensible. And to me that Nikki Haley is still going. And my concern, we talked about this on the program in the wake of the Saturday results that came out of South Carolina. My concern is that there are a hundred plus thousand Democrats waiting to show up and show, show support for Nikki Haley in South Carolina. They're going to cross over and vote in the Republican primary because almost nobody voted in the Democrat primary. We had a caller who called in and said Nikki Haley is sending out texts basically making this argument. They're going to try to embarrass Trump in South Carolina. 
I think they're going to fail, but they're going to try. And then they want to make him have to spend money on the uh, Super Tuesday coming up on March 5th when Nikki Haley is going to encourage lots of Democrats to show up and vote for her in open primaries all over the country. And I'll give you an example. My home state of Tennessee, Trump is going to win among Republicans by 80 points. I mean, I'm not even kidding about that, Buck. I think it's going to be uh, Nikki Haley, Trump on the ballot. I think Trump will win 90 to 10 in among actual Republicans. It's not going to be close in my home state. I've already said March 5th, I'm going to go. And I'm going to push the, pull the lever, push the button, whatever you have to do for Trump in the 2024 primary season. Cause I think Nikki Haley's done. Trump's going to be the nominee. I'm going to support him. I'm going to fight as hard as I can for the rest of this year to get him elected in November. And I know many of you are going to do the same, but there's going to be a lot of Democrats in my state of Tennessee that they're going to try to convince to cross over and vote in the Republican primary. And they're going to try to do that. I believe it's 11 of the 16 states have open primaries. And they're going to try to drag this on as long as they can to bleed out Trump and try to cost money from him that could otherwise be spent going against Biden. So there may be a an unintended uh, effect of this as well, because I think that Trump voters, whenever this pop, whenever this pops up, this strategy of just drag it out, have Democrats throw in their lot with Haley and all this, it uh, agitates them and mobilizes them. So they're more likely to go out in numbers, right? I'm not saying that cancels out all the Democrats and everything else, but I do think it's a part of it. And it, it really further, in many ways, consolidates the uh, de facto status of Trump as the nominee, because if his only competition out there needs Democrat votes in a handful of states to even make it close, Trump is the Republican nominee, right? So we all know that. So if the strategy relies on those kinds of shenanigans, it's really a, a tacit admission that it's all it's already over. Now they're just trying to be annoying. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know how successful they'll be in that annoyingness. No, and when I saw Nikki Haley show up on, on SNL, who's advising her, Buck? Because if you were being if you were a rational advisor of Nikki Haley, you would say, Hey, it's not gonna work for you in twenty twenty four. Uh, maybe you can consider the cabinet or you can chill for a couple of years. You got a lot of name recognition. You outlasted a lot of other people who were running in the, uh, in the primary. Well, you raised a lot of money. People, uh, who are going to support you did support you in 24. A lot of them will support you in 28. It's time to get behind Trump. Biden's a disaster and we all have to be aligned to go after Trump. I, I don't understand. I understand sometimes you have to have such blinders on when you run for president because it's a crazy thing, I think, to do. And a lot of your advisors have to have blinders on, too, because even if you talk back in the day, Buck, when Obama ran in 08, uh, I remember his advisors came out and said, we thought we had like a 10% chance of winning when he took on Hillary. They never thought that they were going to end up president of the United States. I think when Trump came down that uh, that escalator in 2015, a lot of the early advisors of Trump never thought they were going to win in 16 because there's 19 guys out there running. You don't know whether you're going to win or not, and you have to be almost maniacally focused on the idea and the dream and the concept, even when many people tell you it's ridiculous. But at some point, you also have to have somebody who is the real, the reality soothsayer who will sit you down and say, look, Nikki, it ain't happening. And if you want to be president one day, and clearly you do based on how hard you're working, you have to find an exit ramp and start to prepare for 28 
when you will be one of the leading contenders in 28 if you exit this race appropriately. And right now she's failing that test of how do you accept defeat gracefully. I don't see what the point is for her. Uh, it's, I, I, there's no point in terms of trying to shape the future destiny of the country or the future and destiny of the country by staying in this because she might win. She's not going to win. It's not going Correct. to happen. And so, Ron DeSantis made that decision, Buck, and I think left as gracefully as you can as a defeated candidate. And I think many Trump people, although there may still be some sore feelings now, in 2028, I think a lot of Trump voters, when the primary season comes around, will look at all the candidates and they'll say, you know what, Ron's the best choice. I think a lot of Trump people are going to make that choice. Again, four years from now, uh, when we go yeah. into a new primary season. I mean, I, I, I did not like it all. It was, it was silly. Some of the, oh, but Ron and all the others, it was all wasted money to even run against Trump. But no, you're allowed to try. You're allowed. We have a system for a reason, a primary, but there's, you're allowed to try. And then there's calling for your fifth bathroom break in a row in the third set when you're about to lose, right? Like at some point it just becomes pathetic. And, uh, that's a tennis reference for those of you who are, um, the sport, the only sport that I know pretty well. Uh, but at some point, it's clear to everybody but the candidate. And then it does start to feel like you're doing the bidding of the Democrats. Yeah, look. You're, all you're doing is slowing down the Trump train with no benefit for you or the country or anyone else. I think it's appropriate at the end for the you guys who are hockey fans or your basketball fans or football fans or whatever else. Getting your ass kicked is a part of sports no matter how good you are. Somebody's going to lose the Super Bowl, and they had an incredible season. I think there's a value in shaking the hand of the guy who kicked your ass and acknowledging that you had that you were going head-to-head as hard as you could in the competition. Scoreboard's over. Game's over. You shake hands. You show respect, and you try to kick the guy's ass the next time you play, right? I do think there's a value in that, whether it's you know Little League Baseball, which I'm coaching right now. Game ends. You should go shake hands with the opponent, whether you win or lose. And, uh, and win with grace and lose with, with, uh, grace as well. And I think DeSantis did that. I don't think Nikki Haley's doing it. And I don't understand who's advising her. I think she's getting really poor direction. We'll see. Maybe, you know, she should call in. We should get her to join. She's I'm refusing curious. to come on the show. I saw where she's going on CNN now. She won't come on the show because we've been too tough uh, on her. The fact that she lost the race. This, this is always a telling moment when someone won't come on. The, uh, platforms that speak to conservatives across the country, but they're really happy to hang out in the green room and go on stage and, and, you know, do the dance for. She'll do Saturday Night left. Live and not yeah. the biggest audience out there of people that theoretically are persuadable. I think that's significant. I would think so too. You know, I've got it in my hand right now, my friends. The app that will no doubt be the most used this Sunday at the big game, prize picks. I'm going to make sure that I keep an eye on this one to see if Mr. Clay Travis has led me astray with the picks that he's going to give us on Friday. I got winners coming tomorrow, Buck. Winners, get your pens, pencils, get everybody scheduled. I'm going to make you guys so much money. I'm confident. Clay is, is, he never lacks for confidence, but on this one, I got to say, he, he does tend to have pretty good insight into who's going to be throwing the ball for more yards and other things like that. So look, prize picks is so fun. Even I can use it, okay? And I, I've been using it now week after week. And once you get into it, it's it's a great time. It really makes you uh, think long and hard about the odds. And also, when you watch the game, if you watch the game, you're going to enjoy it that much more because you've got skin in the game. It's so easy and fun. 
And once you get signed on, all you have to do is select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection based on a wide variety of stats, take uh, place your entry, and they make it really easy for rookies like me and sports aficionados like Clay. Uh, one pick, for example, is will Kansas City quarterback Patrick Mahomes throw for more than one yard? Well, that's a pretty easy one, right? But if it's easy to make some money, wouldn't you want to do it? Go join the Prize Picks party today. Prize Picks will match your first deposit of up to a hundred dollars. Just download the Prize Picks app. Use my name Buck as your promo code. That's Buck on the Prize Picks app. Buck is the promo code. Download Prize Picks for a first deposit match of up to a hundred dollars. Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Twenty-four Clay and Buck's weekly campaign cliff notes episodes drop Sundays at noon Eastern on the free iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Since 9/11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been committed to improving the lives of America's veterans, first responders, and their families. For over 20 years, the foundation has helped America keep its solemn promise to never forget. Tunnel to Towers provides mortgage-free homes to Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders with young kids, builds specially adapted smart homes for severely injured veterans, and is working to eradicate veteran homelessness. David Marshall served in the Army during World War II and fought in the Battle of the Bulge. He has never forgotten the sacrifices of his comrades in arms, nor the efforts of his first responders on 9-11 and in the days and months that followed. He is a loyal and proud Foundation donor. Tunnel of Towers is committed to supporting veterans, first responders, and their families, and so many of them need your help. Join the Foundation on its mission to do good and never forget. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel the to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. If babies in their mother's womb could speak, what would they say? In the absence of words, they share the sounds of their heart beating, telling you they're alive and growing. An unborn baby's heart is already beating at just three weeks. By five weeks, you can hear that heartbeat on ultrasound, and that's where Preborn's network of clinics step in. Preborn is the country's largest provider of free ultrasounds, and every day they rescue 200 babies' lives by connecting expectant mothers and children. Those are pregnant mothers deciding on life or abortion. Most often, they choose life. For just $28, you can provide one free ultrasound to help save a child's life. $140 will help rescue five babies' lives. Donate via cell phone, dial pound 250, and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 baby. Visit preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash B-U-C-K. Preborn has a 100% charity rating. Sponsored by Preborn. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. 
Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. I was saddened earlier this week on the show to hear Buck Sexton go after Queen Elizabeth. Rest in peace, Queen Elizabeth. And say that she was not that great of a queen and go after the royal family in general. It pained my heart. Mm. But now, Buck has a strong ally. Whoopi Goldberg also pulled out the sword and went after Queen Elizabeth on The View yesterday. Buck, this is who you're rolling with. Listen. We're sending our good vibes out and support to King Charles, who was recently diagnosed with cancer. This is, a, this is I think... Charles. He waited so long. So long. I mean, the woman was in in the position for 70 years, you know, and uh, the longest reign. I think that she could have used some term limits. (laughs) Because (laughs) why not step down and let Charles have stay in the sun? The poor guy, he finally gets to be king, and now he has an illness. All right, Joy Behar, Whoopi Goldberg, Buck Sexton, a trio of... Uh, of, of, what, of, what was she even saying though? I think, it's, I think it's, she's it's blaming just like the a, queen for not dying earlier. Yeah. She wanted her to step down. It's uh, a non, it's so stupid, it's not even wrong. It's a non sequitur. <laughs> what is she even talking about? So stupid, it's not even wrong is an amazing line. This is a really good line. I mean, that kind of sums up the view in general. So stupid, it's not even wrong, uh, would be an amazing tagline for that show, which I saw, Buck is having one of its best years of ratings ever. Did you see that headline? And I don't know how they define ratings. Like, uh, granted, you can, in television, you can pull one segment, whatever. It's sometimes hard to know exactly what's going on. But, uh, but yeah, this is, uh, this is the, the view. Uh, Queen Elizabeth, I, I think, crazily, this, uh, this Charles thing, the way it's covered, it sounds like it may be very, very serious cancer. They said that Prince Harry flew over, um, and, uh, and, this may turn into a uh, a situation where he truly is only on the throne for a very short period of time. He's only been there 18 months. But I, again, I don't understand why any American feel, you know, this is, yeah, this it's, it's, it's sad. And I, you know, thoughts and prayers for, for the, the King of England. Um, I feel no differently about this though, than if you told me that there was, you know, cancer in the, I don't know, the, the second Prince of Denmark or something like who cares? I don't understand why. No one in this country should feel any particular connection or allegiance to the British royal family. I, that's what I don't get. We I, I, Remember when Spare came out and you made all these arguments and I was like, a million people in America are going to buy this book. It's I'm like the best playing. book of, of 2023, best-selling book of 2023. If I, I mean, I didn't say that you were wrong. It was, it was going to sell a lot of books. There's a public fascination with this, but it's a fairy tale. It's not, it's not a reality. Uh, this notion of of the royal family is I, I don't even know what people think that it's supposed to do anymore. I don't think they know what they're supposed to do. Well, anymore. that's a challenge for sure. No, there's and, no doubt. By the way, Tim in upstate New York, you've got a theory on Nikki Haley. Having me on, uh, I'd like to say that we all know Nikki was bought out by Democrat donors. I think they're the ones calling the shot. It definitely cost her a chance at VP and probably will end up getting her out of the state of South Carolina. Yeah, look, I, thanks for the call. Buck, if you were, what is Nikki Haley's game plan right now? I can't even, in the same way when we said DeSantis needed to drop out, 
I would sit there and I would say, okay, logically, what's the game plan? It's that, like, Trump, what? Mm. I, I don't even see the game plan. You don't watch Outlander, which is much Correct. By the way, maybe you'd feel differently about the British royal family if you watch some good historical fiction about the Scots and the Irish. You know, you'd have a slightly yes. different feeling. You know, watch some Braveheart. But anyway, uh, Longshanks, the tyrant. So he, here's the thing. Um if you watch that, you'll remember that there's, uh, what is it, Bonnie Prince Charlie, who's supposed to lead the, uh, the Jacobite rebellion. And it should have been very clear at, at numerous points. This guy had absolutely no shot to defeat the British and to take the British crown and all the rest of it. But he was delusional, right? He was delusional and he kept going because the ego can burrow so deep inside the control center of the brain that there's really nothing else. I think Nikki Haley realizes if it's not this, what? And I think that's, I don't think there's some grand strategy here. It's the Bonnie Prince Charlie approach. I'm going to have everybody pretend like we're going to win when I can't win. I knew that things were getting wacky for Nikki Haley when the New York Times had a front page story about how great her relationship is with her husband. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to the Towers Foundation has been committed to supporting our nation's first responders and veterans, heroes who put their lives on the line for our communities and our country, heroes like U.S. Army Major Jonathan Turnbull. He sustained devastating injuries at the hands of an ISIS suicide bomber, the complete loss of his left eye, a puncture to his right eye, and he needed more than 20 surgeries and countless hours of rehabilitation. Tunnel to Towers paid off his mortgage and gave Major Turnbull a specially adapted smart home designed for his needs. He moves around his home more easily now. His home also gives him hope. With help from people like you, the foundation supports families like the Turnbulls. Join Tunnel to Towers in supporting America's heroes, our nation's severely injured veterans and first responders, homeless veterans, Gold Star families, and the families of fallen first responders. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.